I don't know who was in the podcast studio before us because we're the only ones who do podcasts, but I find in here a menu for Sumo Boy Sushi. Where is that? It's right down, it's right around the corner, actually. It's just beside the KFC here. Really? Yeah, they're good. Because I know there's a sushi place this way yeah. on our side. Yeah. You're saying it's, it's on the other side? It's just literally like a, over the, over the past the Taco Bell KFC. Yeah. And it's right in that other plaza. Huh. Okay, first off, why can't we get Taco Bell breakfast in Canada? That bugs me. I would like another breakfast. Do you option. think it would? Do you think that a lot of people would do it? Because yeah. people are seem to be so like just on in the same zone of McDonald's. No, Tim Hortons. That's it. No, I think people would do Taco Bell breakfast. So? I was in the states last weekend and I had Taco Bell for breakfast and it was delicious. Their breakfast burritos are great. But back to the sushi thing for a second. It is remarkable how great a career in radio is when you have endless time fucking around trying to order sushi before your shift or during your shift. Can I see that though. I am curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is legit. That place. They're really good. Everything's fresh. Oh well, I would hope so. It's sushi. Yeah. If it's not fresh, it's there's not a problem. Fresh, there's a huge yeah, we got problem. Issues, but oh, I can't figure out why I'm sick. Oh, uh, I figured it out. <laughs> this fish has only been laying out for a week. I don't understand either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good uh, to know. Oh, we should say also for the podcast, it is Ma's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, uh, happy birthday Ma. Ma. What are you doing for Ma? Uh, we're going out for dinner tomorrow night, which is the Saturday for her birthday, her actual birthday. Uh huh. And then where are you going? Uh, Cafe Dip. Down on uh, college, Little Italy. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, let me guess. You know somebody there. Yeah, yeah. you might know somebody there. Yeah, yeah. it's always the. Way, I just feel like you know it? somebody at every Italian restaurant in the GTA, <laughs> right? It's I know got, someone. I ironically know someone everywhere I go now. Huh? You doing anything nice for mom? I didn't get her flowers. I always flowers. get her flowers. Look at you. Nice. Yeah. Nice thank you for letting her live with you again for yeah. another year. Yeah, you isn't know. that nice of you, I Angelo? La- I did my laundry on Wednesday mm-hmm. so that she didn't have to. You did your own laundry, did yeah. you? Yeah. Holy cow. Uh, it's my anniversary this weekend, too. Happy, so lots of celebrating. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. What are you doing for your anniversary? Oh, not much. Not much. Um, staying in. Like, we're going to just stay in, have dinner together, that kind of thing. Low key. Low key. Well, yeah. I mean. I'm, I'm using my. So, obviously, we have Jacqueline uh, and and getting my parents to watch her which is really the only option we have i did that last weekend for a wedding we had a we had a date because we went to a wedding we went to amanda logan's wedding and then we have something else coming up in november two things actually coming up in november so i i just felt bad even asking them to watch jacqueline again to go out so we're gonna stay in we're gonna get a movie we're gonna do the dinner thing and that kind of thing good for you i like it uh what was first on the agenda for the podcast. I know that I totally buggered oh. up the agenda. That was oh. my fault. Oh, that's okay. Well, I did want to talk about this dum dum that drove this $1 million car. Oh, Germany. So this guy gets a brand new, it was um, a McLaren. It was worth a million dollars. Only 500 of this particular model were made. 970 horsepower. On the day of delivery, this idiot decides he wants to open her up and see how fast she can go and crashed into a wall and rode it off. <laughs> How does that aren't conversation you with your careful? insurance company go? How does that <laughs> Not go? well. Is it, are Look. you extra careful when you first pick up your car? Like I, when I picked up my CRV, I was extra careful. Let alone a one million dollar vehicle. Aren't you supposed to break it in slowly too? Get the engine uh, basically tuned up nicely by driving it nice for the first little I don't know anything while? about the expensive cars. I, I don't. Either. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm one of those people who doesn't care about expensive cars. It doesn't impress me yeah. when you have a Land Rover. It doesn't impress me when you have a Ferrari Amen. or a Lamborghini. To me, 
uh, a Hyundai does the exact same thing. And yeah, I have an endorsement deal with Hyundai. Surprise, surprise. I get paid a little extra to mention But it gets you from A to B, doesn't it? And I actually drive one too, and I have zero issues. And you know what? I'll bet you for a million dollars, you still don't even get CarPlay. And CarPlay is worth every fucking penny. (laughs) That might be true, actually. I do wonder what the interior of that kind of car would look like. Probably doesn't even have all the stuff that you want and need practically in your car. Like I can say, like working at uh, Avis, we've driven a couple of like five and three series BMWs, even a couple of Audis. I put it into sport mode and I let it, I open it up. You let her rip. You're not oh, supposed yeah. to do that, are you? Not when he's supposed you to be moving to it from that? one one rental place to another. I, I'll speed like I'll, I'll like I'll rev, I'll rev the engine pretty high and get get up to like sixty seventy and then I'll sort of coast the rest of the way, but. It's a fast car. It's hard not to go fast in a fast car. I think that's actually kind of true, though, because our mechanic, Paul, has a Lambo. And I've been in the Lambo before for a ride. And you can feel... I didn't drive it myself. I was way too afraid to even do that. (laughs) He wasn't going to let you drive it. Paul's not letting you drive his Lambo. He won't let me drive it. (laughs) Yeah, thank God. I didn't want to because it actually scares me. Like Speed scares me. I don't like it. But you can actually feel that those kind of cars, you can feel that they don't know how to go that slow. Like they were kind of built to go fast. It's almost like the engine saying, "Come on, yeah, this is not what you. This is not what I was built for. Is <laughs> not. I wasn't built for tooting around." <laughs> By the way, Superior Automotive is a great spot. They're on mm. Jutland in Etobicoke, just off of Kipling. If you're looking for a good, honest mechanic that will only repair what needs to be repaired, go and see Paul and Rick and the guys at Superior. Kat and I both go there, and we both have for years because they're they're really great to they're deal amazing. with. Amazing, and like you said, like extremely honest. And that's so important. How? Useless is the Ontario Cannabis Store. Very. So bad. I ordered on day one at 6 a.m. before the vast majority of the population was even up or thinking about ordering weed. I did it just to go through the process. And as of right now, Friday morning, just after 9 a.m., over a week later, I still don't even have the email to say that it's coming. Did you check your credit card statement? I don't know if there's any truth to this. Did you check your credit card statements? I have not yet, that, That would be bullshit, though. Like... How can you do? I just they obviously I can't believe they're using the the postal strike as an excuse because were they they not the ones that said don't worry that won't affect anything at all and now they're kind of using it as an excuse I think because the real reason is they weren't ready why can't they just be honest it was a rotating, there's nothing we can do about it now it you're, was a rotating strike that lasted for forty eight hours like come it on. wasn't that had nothing to do with it no. Even if it did, that would slow it down for a day, maybe two days. Maybe. Where is the fucking marijuana is what I want to know. And I'm not even going to smoke it. I just want to have it from day one. Like, hey, look at this. Day one weed in Ontario. Imagine the people that want to smoke it. Oh. That have been, that have been oh, waiting Well, we long. had people say, like, I went to my dealer. I was trying to be legit here, but I said, screw it. Went to the dealer because I wanted it in time. And you said it would be here. Now screw you, I'm getting the illegal shit. And that's, that's pretty much the what thing. they said. Listen, the government has just got to throw up their hands and admit defeat and say, you know what? We're declaring total anarchy across Ontario. Go get weed wherever you want. We'll try again in April when the actual stores open up because we have completely butchered this launch and we don't know what we're doing. You watch, the stores will be more prepared than the online stores. Sure they will, because it's business people that are yeah. running the stores, not the government. And I'm sorry, but you politicians don't know what you're doing. Business people are business people. You think they would have hired the proper people to make this work, though? Obviously, they didn't. Who is in charge? 
Uh, that's a great question. Because they haven't know. paraded, you know, they'll throw that Hydro CEO under the bus every chance they get. Yeah. They haven't paraded out whoever's in charge of the Ontario Cannabis Store yet. I'm not sure. I want to see that fucker on the news. I want I want that I person want to stand excuse. up and say, well, yeah. the male people screwed it up. Yeah, no, they you didn't. you tell us. You tell us what really happened. That's the thing. Is like, there's nothing we can do. It's not like we can be like, okay, well, screw the government. Like, it's still in place and it's going to be the way it is. Just fucking be honest. You weren't ready. We weren't ready. This is more demand than we thought it would be. Half the products are, more than half the products are gone from the website. So you know they didn't have enough. Right. Period. They had over two years to get ready for this, though. I don't get it. Over two years. Maybe, and I don't know if they didn't order enough from the suppliers. The suppliers didn't produce as much as they were supposed to. We don't know. But fucking tell us, because it's rude. It's totally rude to not even send an email and say, here's the deal, guys. Sorry we took your money over a week ago and said one to three business days. But yeah, we shit the bed. Sorry. We'll... We'll you know what? Get Here's to a you. coupon for 20% off your next weed purchase. Can you imagine if the government was offering you a deal <laughs> on weed? <laughs> I don't know. This is, they might. And now you know what's coming next. They're going to have to because they're going to have all this excess inventory because people aren't going to care about the Ontario Cannabis Store. They're just going to keep going to whatever guy they've discovered in the last week and a half mm-hmm. because it was the government themselves that put so yeah. much hype on this. In the first place, people got interested. And then they heard, oh, it's legal. Yeah. So they thought, all right, sure, I'll try it. Oh, I can't get it the legal way? All right. Well, uh, such and such knows somebody. Well, people are also ordering online. We had a couple people say they're just ordering online from another province. Can you do that? Yeah, people were doing it. I don't think it's through their governments, but you can just but people are doing it. So obviously they're getting it shipped to their door. There's no problem. Are there like like entrepreneurs in Manitoba that are selling Ontarians weed? There, like something <laughs> called buymyweedonline.com or something like that, where you can just go and apparently it comes within one to two days. No questions. No kidding. Way better than our government. Who Look can't at get that their shit together. Again, business people found a way to. Fix the government screw up. That's fantastic. I love that. Oh, let me tell you about a little travel dilemma I'm having here, too. Maybe somebody can help me out that listens to the podcast. So I have to go to Glasgow, Scotland in January, and I'm only going for one weekend. It is a sports related trip, it's for lacrosse. And I booked the trip through an online website. Well, all websites are online. That was stupid. Sorry. I booked it through one of those travel websites. Here's the problem. It only offered me economy class. So I thought, no problem. I'll call the airline and I'll just upgrade it. So no problem. I called Iceland Air. Hey, here's the thing. I booked this trip, but I really would like uh, to upgrade a class because if you upgrade a class, you get a free checked bag and you get more leg room and seat selection sure. and stuff like that. And it's right? a decent flight amount of time, right? So you want to be comfortable. Yeah, it's seven hours in the air. Sure. So they said, oh boy, unfortunately, because you booked it through one of those travel websites, we aren't allowed to modify your reservation. And I said, well, I'm not really modifying the reservation. Either way, I'll be on the plane. I just want a better seat. Yeah, sorry, you got to go back through them. So then I went back to the website. They want to charge me $300 per passenger to change it each way just to spend (laughs) more money. It's like a tax to spend more money. 300 bucks before I even pay for the actual upgrade. That's messed up. Per person each way. And I thought, listen, guys, that's stupid. And the person that I spoke to at that website was very reasonable. They said, yeah, I know. It's kind of a ridiculous policy, but don't blame right. us. That's the airline's policy. And I said, well, hold the fuck on here. I just spoke to the airline and they told me to call you. And he said, well, sorry, if you want to go through us, you got to pay 300 bucks. But if you call them, they can upgrade you. And I'm like, no, they can't. They just said to phone you. Go super early for your flight and maybe you'll be able to do it. That's probably your yeah, best bet right because now. Because don't you get an option when you fly? Like, yeah. I remember when I flew to Vegas, it gave me an option if I wanted to upgrade my seat. 
to a better like premium economy or it's probably cheaper to do class. it that way. Go to the airport extra early. It's going to be annoying, but do it. And then as soon as that gate, as soon as whatever airline is open. Ask them, and that's probably the best you know way you can you, do it. You know what you could probably do is go like twenty, just drop your bags off. You like check in, drop your exactly. bags off, and then just exactly leave. go in whenever you want to go in. Actually, I think I found a hack because I'm allowed advanced seat selection. That's the only freebie you get with this ultra low economy fare that I bought. So I logged in, and because the flight's not for like three months, I was able to get seats in like aisle twelve, and I got a window seat. Great. That's exactly what I wanted. As I'm flying, I want to see the northern lights. Left side of the plane going there, right side of the plane coming back. Done. So I got seats almost as if I was sitting in an upper class. Then I got to pay over $100 for a bag. As I got up yesterday to go and get my wallet to log it in to pay the stupid 100 bucks for a bag, <laughs> the power cord came out of my computer and it shut down. I thought, oh, damn it, I'm going to have to start over again. When I logged back in, it said, already paid. So I may have found a little hack in their website and saved myself a hundred bucks. Okay. So I'll take it. That's good. Everybody, be cool. Oh, okay. don't so say anything. Should, you shouldn't. Shh, everybody. Should. The, the I worst screenshotted part, it. It's nice. The worst part about all of this is that you're going to Scotland for just a weekend. I know. God, that makes me sad as a Callahan. You know. You're from Scotland too. I know. I'm I going. Really, I got a lot of family there. What? Uh, to be what? honest, I'm, like I said, I'm going for sports. I'm going with my son, and he really just has to go to one lacrosse event, and then we get back on the plane and come home. But, but if I start taking, stuff? I'll take him around and show him a few pubs, and then we'll get out of there. Okay. I that's the best part of Glasgow. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, but if I leave early, then I have to leave you two on your own, and that's a lot of work for two people to do that I should be sharing in. I, why you shouldn't even care about us? Yeah. Yeah, like see, we I don't want to leave extra work for you guys. Don't, don't. Why would you worry about that? Because I'm a considerate guy. I don't know. I thought it would be That's too much stupid. work. No, be, it just, you it just seems full stupid. Advantage of going across. I you're totally literally agree. Going you're already like you're already there. You're already in Scotland. Just stay an extra day at least. So everybody's going to be cool if I happen to miss my flight. Yes, <laughs> yes, we will. Well, maybe we'll I live. will. <laughs> Believe it or not, we'll live. We've survived worse. Maybe I can still do it from Scotland. I wonder if they have a radio studio over there I can use in. for an hour. You can call in. How much money would that cost? A lot of money, actually. A <laughs> lot of money. We can FaceTime. No, we'll FaceTime the morning show we'll that day. we'll get it in. There you hey, go. We'll get nice. it on the show. It's fine. <laughs> oh, here's a Brian Vigiani at the door being hey, a Brian? creeper. Hey, Brian, come on in here. Hi. Brian, Brian comes the... in every morning with all the scripts we have to read for the new advert. No, not one There's for me. There's nothing for me, is there? They're both Shut true. up. I, uh, oh, actually, I'll do this Hi, everybody. This one is for Central Nightclub, which we're live to air from again oh, on, there you go. on Saturday talk about, nights. Talk about it. It's back again. I'm so excited that they're back. For four years, we were live on Saturday nights from my apartment. And now it's called Central Nightclub. And they completely gutted the inside. It's completely different. So now we're going back live to air once again. So if you used to go to my apartment in Mississauga, it's now called Central. Same place, just different on the inside, but still an amazing party. So I'm there every Saturday night. And I will be reading the commercial Coming up after this podcast. Good for you. I got a horse shit commercial I got to read. What? Two of them. Hey, it's, it's, it's a good cause. It's talking it's, to the microphone. It's a good, it's a good cause. Oh, Kat. it's a charity one, is it? Better be a fucking good cause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an inconvenience to walk downstairs to the studio to it's voice so a commercial. Maybe you have this. Part of the job. Sad. Yeah. Seasonal affective disorder. Oh, that's an exciting commercial. I can't wait to hear it. You know, I, <laughs> aren't you, don't you wish you had this commercial? Scott? What a trade! 
Anyway, this is this is really like what we do every single day is Brian will come in toward the end of the show or at the end of the show and give us everything that we have to voice uh, for the morning. Yeah. Yep. Uh, a fun if you little hate, inside scoop. If you hate okay, commercials bye, Brian, on the radio, that's Brian's fault. He's responsible he's for really, producing he's all He's really good at what he does, but we if just I hate may. him in these sure. moments. I remember I was at the optometrist and she's like, oh, so this is the first time I met her. And she's like, oh, so what do you do for a living? I said, oh, I work at a radio station. She's like, oh, what do you do? I said, oh, you know, I put together the commercials and you know the things in between the songs that say Z135, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, all the stuff I ignore. Yeah. I'm like, Aww. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that is my job to make people care about what they don't care about. Do you know that there are actual awards for people who produce commercials? And he's, he's an award them. winner, by the way. A few Brian times. Vigiani. Brian Vigiani. He's an award winner of things you don't care about, Woo! everyone. <laughs> but he's damn good at what he does. So I would say I'd like to one of the best him in the business because he is one of the best. Okay, You're the best. Okay, bye, Brian. Bye, Brian. We'll see you in a few minutes. All right. Well, that's our cue to go. The commercials are here, everyone. Well, apparently so. we have to get on this ASAP. So, okay. Everybody, uh, have a good weekend. And uh, yeah, bye.